Hey, it's Michelle here. I know you've got a lot going on. Kids, work, house, family, all the things. And maybe it's got you feeling not like yourself. But is it like I need a nap and a snack kind of tired? Or are you experiencing burnout? A recent study found that 83% of moms are experiencing burnout. And so many of you have asked me to do more coaching around burnout. So I am so excited to announce our brand new private podcast series, Heal Your Burnout. One thing I know about you is that you don't have time for another long PDF or a recorded masterclass that just sits in your inbox because you don't have an extra hour to sit down and watch it. So I created this five episode private podcast just for you. There are five short actionable episodes that you can access anywhere when you're making dinner in the pickup line or working out. And by the end of this series, you'll have an understanding of what stage of burnout you're at. Spoiler, there are three stages of burnout. And I'll give you my proven six-step framework to healing burnout so that you can start shifting the energy of how you feel and recovering from your burnout today. I want to encourage you While burnout is super common, it is not normal, you guys. You don't have to wake up every day feeling like this. You can heal. You can regulate your nervous system. You can unlock the stress cycle. You can restore your energy and you can heal from burnout. Click the link in the show notes to check out the private podcast series, Heal Your Burnout, today. Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast the show for ambitious women ready to get off the hot mess express. I know you've got a lot going on. You work so hard. You're raising an incredible family, and sometimes it can be overwhelming. I'm your host, Michelle Grosser. I'm a certified master life coach, attorney, wife, and mom. And years ago, I was right where you are. I was running a busy law practice while raising a family, and I was on the fast track to burnout. I thought I just needed to be more organized or have better routines, but it was learning how to heal and regulate my nervous system that expanded my capacity to gracefully hold more of this big, beautiful life. You too are worthy of an extraordinary life in and beyond motherhood. Learning to be a calm, anchoring presence in your home and at work is going to be your superpower. If you're here to do the inner work that brings a sense of calm amidst the chaos, I'm here to join you on that journey. Each time you press play, your growth continues. So let's get at it. What's up, you guys? Michelle Grosser here. Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast. So grateful you're with us today. I did this episode today on anger, suppressed anger in particular, um, because I think Well, one, it's something I love to talk about because I think that it's not talked about enough, right? It doesn't get enough airtime. And then second, I think that anger is one of those things that we just don't know what to do with, especially as women, right? So I'm just curious, like as you're listening to this, obviously something about it resonated, you hit play. Um, And I wonder if you identify as someone who sometimes gets angry because in my experience, both personally as I've lived it, And all the women that I've coached, I've noticed that we all tend to fall into one of two camps. And maybe you're listening to this and you're like, yes, right? I hear about things like mom rage and it resonates, it lands. And maybe you've kind of always had a temper, like maybe you've always kind of had a hot temper or maybe it wasn't always like this, right? And then you had kids and all of a sudden this like hot, fiery 
anger was also birthed and you're like, whoa, like where did that come from? And maybe it even scares you a bit, right? Because it like pops off with no warning and you find yourself, I don't know, just like screaming at your kids, screaming at everyone. And it's not fun for them. It's obviously not fun for you. And after that happens, and I know because I've been there, uh, we feel awful about it, right? Like we don't want to be an angry mom. Like you don't want to yell at your kids or yell at your partner. We do it because we're at our wits end. And like, let's just be real. It sucks. (laughs) So maybe you're in that camp. And if so, I totally see you. But there's also another camp. And maybe you click this episode more out of like curiosity because maybe you're like, I don't think I'm angry, right? But like, do I have some suppressed anger somewhere like deep down? And here's the thing, my friend, the short answer is yes. Like, yes, you're exactly right. So maybe you're like me and maybe you're like, but I'm like pretty chill, right? Like I don't yell at anybody. I don't yell at my kids. I'm not really like a screamer. But here's the thing, you guys, motherhood, and I think just living with other human beings in general, (laughs) like no matter how awesome they are and how much you love them, it will be triggering at times, right? It's just part of the human experience. We can't have intimacy like we do with our children and our partners and the people that we live with without it triggering us at times, right? It cracks us open. It points out the things, the areas in our life where we need to grow and heal. So even if you think you're super chill, which maybe you are, like unless you have practices in place to release your anger, unless you've already done a ton of work around this, like the the chances are high that you're probably just suppressing it because anger is normal, you guys. It's a normal human emotion. We all experience it. We just don't know what to do with it. So if it's not being released as what we typically think of as anger, right? The yelling or the screaming or they're just being like mad, it's still in there, you guys. It's still in you. It's just showing up in a different way. So maybe you're feeling like super annoyed or you're feeling annoyed pretty often, right? That's probably rooted in suppressed anger. Maybe you feel really resentful, especially toward your partner. You're just kind of like, ugh, right? That's rooted in suppressed anger. Maybe you're frustrated or you sense that like things are not fair, right? You do everything. And maybe once in a while, like that really sassy, maybe it's like even passive aggressive comment, like just slips out. Maybe you even surprise yourself and you're like, whoa, like where did that come from? Guys, that's all rooted in suppressed anger. And that's how it was for me, right? Like that's my story. Super chill. Everyone's like, wow, you're so chill. Like, do you ever even yell at your kids? And like, yeah, I was really good at being chill on the outside, right? Before I started doing this work, I was really good at being chill on the outside. I had been conditioned really well to be chill on the outside. So much so that I had convinced myself that I didn't experience anger. And it was a total lie, you guys, because when I had kids, especially when like they were super young, oh my gosh, I was just irritated and frustrated by everything. Like almost everything my my poor husband did, right? Like he just couldn't get it right in my eyes. Like I was super tired and exhausted. My body had obviously been through a lot. And to be honest, I became resentful, right? And I became frustrated. And it's all this nasty stuff because I had this anger inside of me about all of these things that I felt were unfair, all of these needs that I had that I was not expressing that were not being met, stuff I wasn't even aware of, all of this anger boiling kind of under the surface that I was holding in because I had all these subconscious labels, right? And beliefs around anger. I was so judgmental toward anger without even knowing it, right? I thought anger was bad. I thought anger was 
like out of control. I thought anger meant that you like were weak and you had no, like you had no, um, self-control, no restraint, right? Like you were kind of crazy, whatever. So I repressed all of it. And guys, none of this is conscious. Like none of that was conscious at the time. Anger was just kind of foreign to me until I learned how to express it and release it in a healthy way. So whatever camp you find yourself in, and one isn't better than the other, right? One isn't worse than the other. They're both just signals to us that we need better tools to deal with our very normal, very healthy anger. So whatever side of that coin you're on, what I want to do today is I want to go through five kind of like sneaky signs, right? Sneaky sneaky signals um, that usually give me like a heads up or a red flag that someone I'm working with is suppressing anger. And they just need some tools to be able to work through that anger in a healthy way, particularly women, especially moms. Okay, so let's kind of go through them. The first sign that you have some suppressed anger that needs to be released is you are experiencing like chronic muscle tension. Like maybe you have so much tension that you carry in your shoulders or your neck. Um, maybe you get headaches all the time. Maybe you wake up with like a clenched jaw. Maybe you even have uh, like a night uh, mouth guard that you sleep with at night and gut issues. Um, because here's the thing. There is such a strong and powerful connection between our mind and our body, you guys. And years ago, I want to tell you a story, like side note for a second. Years ago, um, when Jeff and I were trying to get pregnant, we'd had a few miscarriages. I was having all these different skin issues. I've talked about it a little bit with you guys before. I was exhausted. Um, i.e., I was super dysregulated. I just didn't know what that meant at the time, right? And I was so desperate to feel better. I tried everything, right? I worked with like functional medicine practitioners. I was taking every supplement under the sun, right? And this one time I went to see this acupuncturist and she starts, it's like my first exam. She starts, um, my first appointment, she starts examining me and she's like asking me questions and I'll never forget it. She, I'm like, they're sitting on the exam table. She asked me to open my mouth and she's kind of like touching my jaw and my neck and my shoulders. And in her like super blunt way, and I don't know, maybe it was just lost in translation, but it felt super blunt to me. She just looks at me deadpan and she's like, you're really angry, aren't you? And guys, it rocked me. It rocked me. Like at first I was just so offended. <laughs> like to be honest, my ego was just like, uh -huh. like who does she think she is, right? She doesn't know me. I'm not angry. I'm super chill. Mind you, I didn't even have kids at the time. Like I look back now and I'm like, dude, I literally got angry that she called me angry and I was so out of touch with my emotions and my body that I couldn't even see that at the time. And then the more I reflected on it and the more I learned about the nervous system and the things that I coach on now, right guys, she was spot on. She nailed it. So much of what I was experiencing was making me miserable because I was dysregulated and I had no idea what to do about it. And I was so disconnected from my emotions, especially things like anger and sadness and grief, because the thing is like, we can't selectively choose which emotions we're going to mute or which emotions we're going to numb. If we do it to one, we're going to, it's going to affect others. And here's what happens. Like, let's talk about the physiology of it. When we experience stressors of any kind, right? That causes a physical response, a physical reaction in our body. Stress hormones are released. We talk about this a lot, right? Cortisol, adrenaline, all this stuff is released. Our body gets ready in order to protect us and our muscles can tighten and they can contract to prepare us for fight or flight. 
So if we don't know how to complete that stress cycle, we kind of get stuck there. We get stuck in fight or flight, which means chronic muscle tension. Our muscles don't release. They don't relax, right? They stay tense. They stay primed for action. And this is one of the main things that we focus on inside of our group program and inside of my one-on-one coaching. I teach you guys how to complete that stress cycle so that your body can shift out of fight or flight and back into a state of calm and safety where it can just like relax and release. And when we've been suppressing anger and we've been holding it in or holding it back, that's actually a stressor. That puts stress on our body. I mean, just think of the energetic charge of anger. Anger carries a lot of energy. It's like big and loud. It makes our heart race, right? It changes things in our body. It can make our face red and it can increase our body temperature. And like emotion is energy in motion. And anger in particular has a lot of energy attached to it. So if our anger has energy, which we know it does, right? If we're going to hold all of that in, that takes effort. You guys, if we're going to hold all of that in for days or weeks or months or years, what happens is that our body is staying under a state of stress, right? And stress in our body is often tension in our body. Same thing with headaches. Like the muscles in our head and our neck and our shoulders are so tense that it leads to pain. It leads to discomfort. Stress also triggers um, changes in our blood flow, right? And in our neurotransmitter levels. So that can add to headaches also. Now, when it comes to the gut, um, the gut-brain axis, this is this like two-way communication system that connects our gut and our brain. They're always communicating, right? The two are always communicating. So when we're under emotional stress, such as like holding in our anger, right? Suppressing our anger, that can disrupt that communication path. That can disrupt the balance in our gut-brain axis. And that can lead to a ton of gut issues, pain, bloating, um, IBS, constipation, like all of these different things. I mean, think about it. Have you ever been so mad, so angry that you're like, ugh, I can't even eat, right? Like our gut is highly sensitive to emotional stimuli and unresolved emotional issues, suppressed anger can manifest in physical symptoms in our GI tract. So if you experience chronic muscle tension, you guys, back pain, shoulder pain, neck pain, headaches, jaw tension, um, gut issues, just start by getting curious, right? Get curious about whether there might be anything emotionally that's going on that you're in denial about, that you're avoiding, that you're not dealing with. Stuff that gets you frustrated, right? Notice it. Stuff that gets you resentful, stuff that gets you irritable or edgy or cranky. If you're not dealing with all of that in a healthy way, it's very likely that it's going to start manifesting if it's not already in physical symptoms. So that's number one. Do you often find yourself working really hard to keep everyone around you happy? Do you often wonder if others like you or or maybe what they think about you? Do you struggle to set boundaries? You really love being connected to others. Maybe you trust others really easily. How about this one? Do you tend to be quite talkative? You might've thought all of these were just parts of your personality but they're actually coping mechanisms that you've picked up over the course of your life and they're having a huge impact on how you show up, especially on this motherhood journey. Are you curious to know more? You've got to take my personality patterns quiz. Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. 
And then over time, those defenses became a habit and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There are five different personality patterns and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or Myers-Briggs, but rather they describe the safety strategies that we immediately go to when we feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who we are, but rather what's blocking who we are. The good news is that once you take my quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern and you can live and parent your kids as your true and authentic self. So click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com slash quiz now to take my two-minute personality patterns quiz. The second signal that you have suppressed anger that needs to be released is self-criticism. Y'all, our anger is going to manifest. So if we're not letting it release in a healthy way, right, and we're holding it in, sometimes what can happen is that we subconsciously start directing that anger inwardly. So instead of like blowing up on everyone else, we hold it all in and over time it affects us and we start being critical with ourselves. So if you are someone who struggles with self-criticism, who struggles with self-doubt, who struggles with low self-esteem, right? Or maybe you start to get upset and like you blame yourself for stuff you really shouldn't. That can be a sign that you have suppressed anger that you're not dealing with. And women in particular, you guys, like we're so discouraged from suppressing, from expressing any anger, right? Someone who's angry, especially a woman and society is like, wow, like what an unhinged psycho. I don't know, right? It's like everything is telling us we should be polite and nice and agreeable. So from a really young age, we're taught that it's not accept- acceptable, right? And we have to hide our anger and we have to hold it in. Now, don't mishear me. <laughs> I do think that we want to be kind and anger does not have to be the opposite of that. They're not mutually exclusive. So if you have tools to deal with your anger in a healthy way, right? And inside of Restore, we have a whole week dedicated to learning tools, healthy tools to express our emotions in a healthy way. Um, so many ideas, practical tools, things you can do with your body to somatically release this stuff so you're not holding it all in or so it's not just like exploding when you've reached your limit, right? If we don't have these tools, turning it inward can kind of be like this, kind of like this vicious cycle because we don't feel like we can express it or we don't know how to express it. And so it leaves us feeling powerless. And then we feel like we lack control over our emotions or over life in general, right? And we start to criticize ourselves. You know, you say things like, man, what's wrong with me, right? I'm just a bad mom. Like, why am I always yelling at my kids? (laughs) Maybe I'm not cut out for this. And that self-criticism just becomes reinforced by our feelings of like inadequacy, unworthiness, whatever it is. And it just kind of loops into this cycle of negativity. So if that lands for you, there's probably something to explore there. Number three, the third sign um, that I see that you have suppressed anger is fatigue. Fatigue, like you're just so flipping tired. And this one kind of ties back um, to the physical symptoms that we talked about in the first signal. Because when you're holding all this stuff in, you guys, all of this anger, when you're suppressing it, it's tiring. And I know because I've done it, right? I've been there. Like I talked about when my kids were really little, I had so much postpartum rage Like I had no idea what to do with that. And I was exhausted. Imagine 
your anger is like this super inflated beach ball. And you're there at the beach with this super big inflated beach ball and you're trying to hold that thing under the water, right? That's that's an example or that's a picture of us trying to hold in our anger, suppressing that anger, holding it beneath the surface. Guys, after a while, what happens? Your 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 like arms start to like shake and then tremor, right? Because they're so tired. And like after a while, it just kind of slips. You can't hold it underwater forever. It's exhausting. Your muscles get tired and that ball is just going to like shoot up, right? Splash all over everybody. And when I was starting to learn about my emotions and what to do with them, um, all the things that I teach inside of Restore, inside of my one-on-one coaching, I noticed a huge shift in my energy, right? I wasn't tired all the time. I wasn't waking up exhausted because here's the thing, all that junk with that suppressed anger that was taking up space in my mind, in my mental load, all of it, right? In my body, it, it took up a lot of space. So when I learned how to release it, I wasn't so tired. Are there other things that cause exhaustion and tiredness? Yes, of course, right? But if you're exhausted and some of this is kind of resonating with you, maybe it's time to get honest about how you're dealing with your emotions. And guys, it might be super uncomfortable. I get that. It was for me, right? Because it's new. Maybe it's foreign to you. Um, these aren't comfortable emotions, anger, but you don't have to do it alone. You don't have to do it alone, right? You can do it in our group program. You can hire someone to help you through this. If you want to work um, with me, book a discovery call and we can talk about how I can support you. And then let's talk about the last two. Number four is perfectionism. And this one might be surprising because we don't often associate perfectionism with anger, right? But hear me out here. Perfectionism is a coping mechanism. Ah, (laughs) perfectionism is a coping mechanism and it can be a coping mechanism for suppressed anger. And here's, here's the, what's going on behind the scenes, right? It's like, if I can't control what's going on in my internal world, right? If I can't control these big feelings, if I can't control all of this anger, if I can't control this rage when it comes up, right? When I look at my husband, like being real here, then subconsciously our mind is like, well, then I'm going to control something else, right? Because control feels safe to our nervous system. It gives us this illusion of safety and that urge to control often manifests as perfectionism. So what do we do, right? We rage clean or we dive headfirst into our work and we make sure that every I is dotted and every T is crossed, anything to keep us distracted and busy and give us that sense, that illusion of control. So that's number four. And then the last one, the last sign that you have suppressed anger that needs to be released, you guys, is irritability. If you are edgy, if you are irritable, If you're just kind of like, you know, to me, when I'm irritable, it's kind of like this like simmering anger, right? It's kind of like this lower muted anger. Like I'm super annoyed. I'm super edgy. I'm super frustrated, but it's still kind of simmering, right? It's not at this like full blown boiling rage yet. And as moms, let's be real. If we allow it, there's so much to be irritable about, right? Kids are messy and they're loud and they don't always listen. And Momming is tough, right? It can be a really thankless job. No one, no one actually sees everything that you do, right? No one under, no one really understands. Like maybe we feel overwhelmed and exhausted and we don't have an outlet for anger and we hold all that stuff in and it starts to seep out little by little. And that's what irritability is. It's kind of like this leaky anger energy, right? We don't let it all the way out. 
So it just kind of seeps out here and there, a little cranky, a little edgy, a little irritable. And guys, we don't want to be that way, I know. But we're trying to hold everything together and eventually it finds a way out as irritability and it's exhausting. Um, And I say all of this, guys, to tell you like, and it doesn't have to be this way, right? You can learn how to deal with all of your big emotions, especially anger in a healthy way and release this stuff. We have episodes on the podcast about how to release your anger in a healthy way. Um, and if you've resonated with this and you want to know more about it, and maybe you're curious about our group program, Restore, uh, we start again in the spring. Maybe you're curious about our one-on-one coaching called Rewire. Guys, book a free discovery call with me, right? Or even shoot me a DM or shoot me an email and I'll give you more information. I want to answer your questions. I want to tell you all the details. And I also really just love meeting you guys. Like discovery calls are one of my favorite things because I get to see your face. I get to know you a little bit. And even if we don't end up working together, you guys, when I meet with you, it really helps me to better understand how I can serve you guys better here on the podcast. So I'm so grateful for all of you. Um, I love you guys so much. Have a great rest of the day and I'll talk to you guys soon. If you love mommy's polygraph, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, they really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. I read every last review and trust me, when it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content, your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram. I love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to another episode. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Thank you.